today's Texas High School Baseball Coaches Association podcast is the audio from Jake Berry's Cabin Fever. Jake Berry works for 956preps.com. This podcast takes a look back at the high school careers of Trace Verena and Eric Gutierrez. Trace currently plays for the Washington Nationals and Eric is a coach at Texas Tech University. Both players played at Sheridan High School, went on to great D1 careers, competed against each other in the College World Series, and were finalists in the NCAA Home Run Dirt. All right, welcome to Cabin Fever and 956 Preps. And uh, this is a, a treat if you're a baseball geek like I am. I've got Coach Bart Bickerton of Sherryland High School, Therese Parera of the Washington Nationals, former Sherryland Rattler, and Eric Gutierrez, coach at Texas Tech and former Sherryland Rattler. Gentlemen, what, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Thanks Thank for having us. You know, th- this, is, uh, this is very interesting because I got to see you guys at your prime. And, you know, in high school, at least your your prime in high school, when all the scouts were there, everybody was following you. It seemed like there was an MLB scout uh, at at a lot of your games. What was that like in high school to be to have that kind of notoriety, especially here in the valley? Yeah, you got um, you got you got two different stories, man. Because Trace was Trace was kind of the known commodity, and and Eric was you know, fighting for survival. So you're going to get really two different stories, uh, which, yeah. you know, help, I think help both of them out, you know, Trace being known so well. Yeah, it was, it was, it was different, you know, you don't know, I mean, Eric, I still tell people to this day, Eric's probably the best hitter and uh, one of the best hitters that I've ever played with, even through pro ball. And I played with a lot of good players and I still feel like if you wanted to pick up a bat right now and, and come compete with us, you can compete with the best of us. And, uh, no, but it was it was it was a treat just to have a guy like Eric on my team, and and I he might not know it, but I I was learning from him at that time and learned from him while he was in college. You know, he was one of the best players in college baseball as well, and it was definitely a treat. You know, once I saw scouts, I mean, he fought. He was a grinder, man. He's a true grinder. He fought to get to college, fought to to get the pro ball, and and it was it's inspiring. You know. Uh, as for me, you know, having scouts at the games and, and all that, it, it just come. It, it was a true blessing. You know, not many kids get that opportunity down here, and uh, and just shows that it's possible. You know, and uh, and it was just great to have Eric on my team and everything we've done up to this point in our careers, and he's taking it another way. But I know he's doing great things as well. Not only that, I mean, another thing is Coach Bick also like. Uh, helped us out a lot in just playing baseball the right way. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that we go back and text him and stuff and mess around with him with all this stuff, but it impact us what we do now and how we go about our business. Yeah. Uh, we, learned that, we learned at a young age that the, the right way to play the game, you know, there was, I mean, there was some hard times when we thought they were tough when we were back in high school, but. It was good to learn the right way to play baseball at yeah, that age. Then, then many later people on. play baseball, but playing it the right way—that's what's beautiful about it, you know. And he always like all that stuff, discipline, and just baseball. All being around the field and school too. Not only that, and school is just doing things the right way. And then that that carried on. Trez went to UT. I went to, to came to Tech. It was—I'm not gonna say it was easier, but. Yeah. It just was the discipline. We knew what to do, everything, because that's that's what we knew back there, and we just implemented here, and we didn't have any trouble trans translating it to to Division One baseball. 
Now, I, I was talking to Coach Bickerton before you guys got on, and, and I was talking about when you guys played in foul versus uh, Carroll with uh, Hawkins. And, and, and I remember there were all these scouts there, and I was telling Coach Bickerton that I was setting my camera up, and all these scouts were, were talking. And then you went up, Eric, to, for batting practice, and they really didn't know who you were at the time. And all of a sudden, you took batting practice, and they're like, who's this kid? Who's this kid? What was that journey like for you to kind of get that – to get your notoriety so you could get that scholarship to Tech? Well, it was just, uh, <laughs> I think, uh, having people that were like Trez, right? Everybody knew Trez. Everybody knew Courtney Hawkins. Everybody knew uh, a couple guys on the, that team. O'Shea and uh, I'm missing a couple of names. Uh, yeah. Wyatt Matheson, he wasn't there. He was with Car Corpus, Corpus Christi Carroll. But being around those guys and, like, playing against them and all this stuff. Because we played them early, too, I think. Like the Cal Island, you won wide. Yeah, yeah we played them at a tournament down south that we have. Think it was at our place. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that helps, you know, that helps. the. I think sometimes scouts and stuff like that have a trouble with first baseman or whatever. It's 5'8". Obviously, it's kind of, right, throws you <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but no, it, it was, it, it for me is a loss for him too. a lot of sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice. And he puts in the work too. I, I don't, it's, I didn't get the, the exposure. I don't know. I don't know. And it, I think it was my height too. Other than that, yeah, yeah, guys, uh, that's basically it. The difference between the two was, was pretty simple. Like, uh, you know, we, we would have a practice and there would be five scouts there to watch. Trace take batting practice, and then they would take him inside and do what? What were they doing? Eye test? Yeah, guys and questionnaires. Oh and, um, man, nonstop. And it was uh, <laughs> yeah. Skip Johnson would call me nonstop. You know, uh, I don't think Trace knew any of those things. You know, asking, "Hey, did I make the?" Because Texas was struggling before Trace came in, and you know, did we make the right movie? I said, "Yeah, you, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." And it worked out the right way. That's just the way Skip is. But then Eric, you know, he would go to a tryout and the scouts would call me afterwards and say, hey, does this guy hit like this all the time? I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, probably. What did he do? Hit like five, six home runs? I said, yeah, he's just hitting the ball out of the ballpark nonstop. And he was the best hitter that we had. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I told you guys this from the beginning. He's a D1 ball player and you guys just won't listen. And, they, and then they would end the conversation with, well, I don't know where to play him. He's not tall enough, and he doesn't fit, you know, into our scheme and all these other just crazy things. So, you know, he was going to go JUCO, sign JUCO, and luckily, you know, Tadlock took him with him. But that, yeah, you know, so it was two late. completely different stories, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but and it was impressive for me, you know, just yeah. to watch all the all the uh, adversities that Eric had to go through. I'm like, man, what else does this guy have to do? You know what I mean? Like, he was he was by far. I mean, I, I played well, but he was still a man among boys when, when we played. Like, I still remember him hitting a ball over the building, and I just looked. I had just I was on deck because I hit after him, and I just looked into the dugout. I'm like, dude, that ball went really far. Like, okay. But, no, it was, it was inspiring because he just kept going. He never quit, and he took those um, – he took those negatives that people doubting him and he, he proved people wrong his whole career. And like I said, he could still be playing if he wanted to right now. 
and uh, it's inspiring, man. And, and it, I feel like it's a story that should be told more because my story is a lot as a kind of a, not a smoother path, but like that it can happen. Everybody's story is different. It could happen the way I did it, and it could also happen the way Eric did it. You know what I mean? And so no dream. That's that's two different pressures. So you had the pressure that you had to perform at a top level at all yeah. times, and yeah. Eric had that pressure. It's so. Really, you you both had it. Eric just had it to try to get in, and you had it to stay. You know, hey, I am the elite athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely that. That was. I think that was the biggest thing that that kept, that. I mean, that I had to deal with. I guess you know, always having that, always having expectations. Expectations. But as I got older. Um, kind of learn that at the end of the day, I just got to be the best version of myself. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, and that's that's what got to, got me to where I'm at. At first, I would catch myself worrying about what people think, uh, what this says, what that says. But then you get in the get in the pro ball, and it's just like, hey, man, everybody's good. You kind of get lost in the sauce, and uh, yeah. And you just got to find ways to, to be successful that way. And what, what was it like when you guys got to college? Because you know, you go from being the top dogs here in the valley to being a really good recruit at Texas, at Texas Tech. What was it like for you guys there? What was the uh, what was the pecking order when you got to college? I didn't I didn't know what to expect, honestly. I just knew, uh, and I think trust too. Our mentality, our mentality was that we were going to get there and we were going to try to be the best. Mm -hmm. So. And we we're gonna try to earn a spot, and we we're gonna try to make a difference in that team. And yeah, so. that's I, I can relate to him. That's the way we both are. That's the way I guess we are wired. Like wherever we went, we were trying to be the best. And again, that team, uh, Fab Furious, when we that team, same team, we had a bunch of guys like that too. That like we were wired that way. Like if we got there, we were trying to just beat people. We we're trying to win. And yeah. when we got to UT and Tech, I think like, yes, it is a it's a different, but we we're just trying to compete and win a spot. Yeah, we were we were both like, I mean, we both me and Eric, I mean, playing together, it was almost a competition within within ourselves, like without even knowing it. Like he hit he hit a homer, like man, I want to hit a homer, or he hit a double, I want to hit a double. And we had a couple guys like that on the team when we were playing. When we were younger, you know, I still tell people that. The year that I was a sophomore, that team was probably the best talented team that I've I've ever played on, like yeah, in high, in high school. And we lost in the first rounds, but uh, we had a bunch of guys like that, you know. And we were all just trying to maybe that hurt us a little bit. Maybe we had some of uh, different type of personalities and, and egos, but uh, but yeah, it was some talent. But at the end of the day, we were all just fighting to win and be the best. And yeah. going into college, we knew that they were going to give us a chance to to play a significant role on the team, at least for me. So I kind of just took it and ran with it. And I just, they had just been pretty bad before I got there. I don't think they made the yeah. Big 12 tournament. So, I mean, I just wanted to do the best I could to help the team win and, and kind of just happen. And that's just the time we wanted to just win at all costs. Like yeah, throughout my career, I even told Coach Garrido at one point that, man, I, I'll play third base. You know, we were struggling. So when I was a junior in my draft year, it, might have, it cost me. It cost me probably a significant amount of money in the draft, but it wasn't about that. I was just so worried about winning, and, and, uh, and that's like you said. That's how we were wired since we were young, playing in high school. 
that's, coach that's because both yeah. of these guys, both these guys are coaches' sons. You know, Trez was coached, you know, for, forever. You know, probably still, Dad probably still working with you every day. Oh, and yeah. Eric was the same. You know, both of them were, you know, you know, Trace would come over from from football practice with his dad and hit in the cages afterwards. And Eric, I'd never seen a guy, you know, hit as much as he he. Eric was with us. He came in and started hitting as an eighth grader in the cages. He used to hit with Jaime, right? And, yeah. And so Throw you know, that's run. those yeah. those both of them are coaches' sons, and you know they they know what they're supposed to do, and that's why I never worried about them. And when they went to college, did you did you uh, did you ever have a chance to go see them? Yeah, we we drove all the way to Omaha, watch them in the World Series. So it was kind of cool. And where we sat, we got to you know sit and watch uh, Trace in the bullpen. And then uh, the next day, Eric got me some seats uh, right behind the tech dugout. So it was it was an amazing experience. When you were up there, did you get to try the orange beer in Omaha? Uh, no comment, man. Okay. All, right. <laughs> yeah. all, right. Uh, all right. And that, that leads me to this question because I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen uh, having two guys from here, two guys that I covered with the, the, uh, the home run derby. What was that like? Cause I got, the lights were just on both of you. You guys were, it was like you were teeing off. That, that was, it was fun. It was lots yeah. of fun. Yeah, it was special, man. Like, I still, honestly, till this day, haven't seen the entire thing. Like, I haven't sat down and watched it, like, to this day. I don't know why. It's too long. It's too, it is too long. Too long. Like, like yeah. maybe one of these maybe one of these days I was digging into the archives now that I'm bored here at the house. And well, the other day I was on YouTube watching uh, one of our games, and we played Tech at Texas Tech my freshman year. His sophomore yeah, year. yeah, that's true. And I sent, them, I sent them a video. <laughs> And I'm like, man, we look different. But no, so I haven't seen that video, but it was truly special, man. You know, just for us to be on that stage. And we were there at one point. I was sitting next to Eric, and I'm like, remember we used to try to play Homer Derby off of Cody Yeah, Peterson. Coach Big. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then he tried to, then he tried to break our bats. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and then we're like, dude, I can't believe we're here. So we kind of just had fun with it, man. Once we got to the final round, I mean, I. Of course, I wanted to win, and he wanted to win. But again, like like we like I said, we compete off each other, and we feed off each other, and that's a good example of it. I mean, it was just bam, bam. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And that's what helped us out making it to the championship because we were like, no, me, no, me, yeah. and and we were the smallest guys in the competition too. Like we're obviously, I mean, I'm not yeah, that those, big of a the other guy. Guys were big. You should have seen it in the practice round. I they were hitting them on top of the. I'm like, man, I just hope I hit one. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> guy from Arizona, Bobby Dalton. Yeah. yeah, So that oh, guy's pop, that guy's some of the most. Even now, like he's he's gonna play in the big leagues this year. If you watch that guy hit BP, you're like, he was hitting him over the concession stand. That's one of the most impressive things, and and just to see and, but yeah. So I was like, man, I just hope I don't embarrass myself out here. And we, no, we put on a pretty good show, I think. Now, you know, Eric, you, you've taken your career um, since college um, to where Coach Bickerton is. You're coaching now. What's that transition been like for you to go to, to from player to coach? And uh, you're coaching at, you know, the highest level of college uh, baseball at, at Tech. What's that like? Uh, it's fun. It's nice being around the game. It's good. It's a different – it's totally different, uh, I think, because – I'm not worried about pro ball. You're worried about your swing. You're worried about you, 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 you. 
and now you switch to one of the best schools right now in the nation, you know, and all this stuff. And you got to worry about and see every aspect. And I think all the staff has been doing a great job and kind of easing me in slowly to where it's not, boom, here you go. You got all this because I mean, at this level, there's a lot of stuff that goes on like a lot. I didn't know how much they, they did a good, a good job to where as a player, you don't even feel the pressure of that or the worries of that. But on this side, it's a, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff that, uh, so would you say, would you say it's different pressures? Work. Would you say it's different pressures, like as a player and as a coach? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like a little bit. When it comes yeah. down to the game, to play the game. Yeah. I mean, you just it's it's you know baseball. Yeah. But outside of that, you know, because yeah, everybody's good here. Everyone's good. So yeah. I admire Coach Tadlock, and we have guys twenty twenty some guys hitters. And every guy I can hit. Yeah. And to pick the best guy that day, that day. Yeah. That's gonna play the best baseball at the best level. It's when when it comes down to it, it's it's I have a lot of respect for that. You have yeah. a new fond appreciation for what Coach Bickerton had to deal with in high school then? Oh yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate I mean he he, he, he doesn't have to worry about parents though. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's that's that that's a big one thing, thing that sure. <laughs> you probably had to worry about a lot. Yeah. I, and today's, you know, you, this year was uh, something special for you guys. You guys got to play in the World Series, and you you were right there for that. What was that experience like? Oh man, it was surreal. You know, the the na I I think the national organization and the the owner and the GM because they I didn't have to be there. You know, um, they could have either just sent me home. I would have been on the forty man roster and just get ready for next year but for some reason they kept me along for the ride and and uh i just took it all in man you know we had the, one of the most better the most veteran team in all of baseball uh with guys like like zim and Scherz and Strauss, the guys that have been around some of the best players in the game and have done it well for a long time so the main thing that i took away from it man yeah it was all not just the way those guys went about their business every day you know what i mean they're true professionals and uh and that and you just, I just sat back, put my head down, did whatever I had to do to help the team, whether it was in the bullpen or talking to pitchers, you know, uh, in the in the film room with the other catchers. But just taking away, just watching those guys go to work every day. Like at first, like I didn't. I'm I'm young. I don't know the ins and outs. Like I had my routines, but there's a lot more that goes into it, man. The way you take care of your body, the way, like I could almost put a timelines together of of when Kurt Suzuki was in the training room like at three o'clock he's here at four o'clock he's there and it was every day you know and, and that's what's kept those guys in the game for so long and, and and they've had success doing that you know and how they prepare for for the biggest game and the biggest stage you know it was it was it was pretty special to, to be a part of it. Coach Bicker did what is it what's it like for you right now to hear these two <clears throat> excuse me their stories and you know know that you know you were there that you know right there at the formation of this dream. What, you know, what's it like for you? Uh, I mean, to me, it, it's, you know, I, I, I guess a lot of people would say it's a surprise, but to me, it, it, it wasn't a surprise at all. You know, I could, I could see it from the, from the beginning with these two guys. Like I said, they're, they're coaches, uh, sons and knew how to play the game and everything else. And they, you know, they, you know, they're trying to give me credit, but you know, I, I credit them uh, more than anything else because, you know, they came in, 
you know, hungry, wanting to play, even though as, as good as they were. So I, I never doubted that they would be in this position. You know, I wish Eric would have hung on a little bit longer, but I understand that the situation in pro ball is it's about, it's a business. And, you know, I, I think you texted me and told me, hey, uh, the better I hit, the less I play. And that all comes down to, you know, how much money they spent on him at the beginning. So you have two different stories again, you know. Uh, but, you know, I'm proud of him, always been proud of him. And kind of going back to that home run derby, you know, not only was it unbelievable for Sherry Land and for the Valley and for uh, Trace and uh, Eric, but, man, to see their dads out there throwing was, you know, just a complete reward for how much work those two guys. And, I mean, I don't think anybody can understand how much those two guys have done for for these two kids. And, uh, you know, so to me, you know, if you if you ask me, hey, you know, is it a big surprise or something like that? It's not. It's it's something that I that I always thought that they were going to do. You know, like I said, I wish Eric could put, could have stayed in a little bit longer, but I understand. But you know, he's getting to experience something that that now he can really help some guys along the way. And Trace will probably do the same thing. You know, we'll we'll see what he does. But but that's that was you know a lot of people look and say, hey, these two guys were unbelievable in the home run derby. I said, yeah, but man, it was it was a big reward for their for their two dads. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, uh, I want to look at this, uh, look at a high school moment for you guys. Who was the, what's that one moment in high school that you remember on the field, you know, playing against uh, whatever team? What, what's that moment for you guys? What, what's the one thing that sticks in your head when you think about high school baseball? Hmm. Man, there's a lot. We had a lot of success, you know, yeah. had some heartbreak losses, but – I mean, you couldn't beat us, man. Yeah. Like I said, so that that one, I'll tell you that that Eric moment we were playing against Nicky Rowe, and he hit that ball over the building. And that that's one of the most I was like, I, I don't guess who too. I remember now. It was it was a Padron pitching. Yeah, that was Nicky yeah, Rowe. Yeah. yeah, and I was on deck. I'm like, if he throws him a fastball here, he's he's gonna lose it. And he was using the I still remember <laughs> using the the the, mar, the maroon voodoo bat. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, I, yeah, and I was like, watch this. And he, as soon as he hit it, I looked up. The ball just got really small really quick. I was like, I just looked in the dugout and saw everybody just go crazy. I, was like, I think I got uh, to follow that up. When was this? Um, when were you playing Laredo at that nice uh, ballpark? Uh, was it your sophomore year or junior year? The Eagle Pass twenty to nothing game, or yeah, to me that was like we we had a lot of success, but in in the dugout and stuff we were like I think didn't you hit a home run that Easton that Black Easton yeah yellow? the Black yeah 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 that we were playing yeah. Eagle Pass and I, I got thrown out that game we're just so. having fun that I don't know we just would have fun <laughs> hitting the balls hard and yeah yeah it was fun you know there's there's so many moments you can't really pinpoint but I just gotta say the the winning man you know we won a lot you know we had yeah. we had we just couldn't pull it together at the end you know we've always <laughs> found some little thing like a freaking grass was misplaced and the ball would hop the other way for some reason but but no it was it was it was fun we had fun times there's some t really talented teams and there were still guys on some of those teams that that could have played in college as well but i mean it just happens the way it happened i i think uh and these are both pitching moments. I, I don't want to go over the bad stuff because I know Trace went through some horrible, horrible bad luck uh, that we had <laughs> with our team. Eric did too. Uh, you know, the mariachi game at 
What, where were we at? We were sitting. Sitting with United. Yeah. Oh, that man. Was the one game, yeah. Right? That was we the one game. We were 28-1, yeah, they and they yeah, won. Of course, they won every single flip, so they had their their field, their umpires. I felt like their, I was in a football game. Their mariachi band, and uh, they got a one game. I, but I, I don't want to go with those. But I, you had a little uh, game shot over shortstop, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it went right, over, went right over, me. right over my head. I went over. Oh god. Yeah, but you didn't. Hey, you didn't feel the bunt, Eric, to get the guy on, man. Oh, the grass was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was no. It was a bad throw. No, the pitch, oh, that's right. That's what happened. No, and then he, the no, he bunted. You didn't get him out, and then you tried to pick him, and you sent him all the way to third, and that tied the game. That tied. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So well, I go but, back, but, you go back, and so many yeah. stuff you could have done. And... But with Trace, I I remember we were in the the Corpus tournament, and you threw a no hitter against King. Was it King? Yeah, it was a good and just dominated them, and I was like, "Oh man, we're we're gonna be shoot, man, we're gonna be good." I think that might have been your right, senior my... year, Eric, your or your junior year. Yeah, my junior sure. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then with uh, Eric's is kind of a strange one. His uh, you were pitching against Flower Bluff. You didn't have much, and if you guys don't know, Eric was unbelievable pitcher. Both these guys, yeah, he was unbelievable pitcher. And I told Eric, "Hey man, let them let them try you attack. I guarantee you, nobody's gonna hit you." So he's throwing against Flower Bluff, and and Corpus is cocky, all, the, all their teams, and and they're like, who's this guy? And you know, this guy can't throw, and all this other stuff. And Eric just kept getting him out, kept getting him out, and uh, you know, you could tell Eric started to get pissed off, and it was kind of like, you know, hey, keep coming, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show it up here. You know what? And he just, I think he threw a, a shutout or like a one hitter or something like that against them, and and you didn't have your best stuff, but you just. He went out and he competed. Competed. And uh, he just told him, forget it, man. You know, I'm, I'm better than you. Yeah. Uh, Eric was pretty good on the mountain, too. Yeah, I, I remember that. It was really good. Well, for Trace and Eric, if there's, like, some words of wisdom that you could, you know, impose on, on these these prospects or these baseball players like Aaron Nixon, uh, um, the, the kid from – I just did an interview with him, uh, uh, Ethan Maldonado from – from Pioneer, these kids that are going Division One, what, what would you guys tell them to be ready for when they get to the next level? Oh man, that is that it doesn't stop there. You can't you can't be complacent just because you got a, a scholarship or you're at a Division One college. You know what I mean? A lot of guys that's that's what, even in college they they take that for granted. They say, oh, I'm I was this recruit. I got here. You're just once you get to school, you're just another fish in the pond. You know, you got to build your name. You got to you got to earn the respect for your teammates. You got to, like, you're just getting started. You know, that that's the thing. Even every level is a new, uh, is a new test. You know what I mean? Like you passed the high school level and then now you're going into a new test. You're not going to know what to expect. You got to go in there and compete at all costs and uh, in the classroom and on the field, you know, and that's how you earn your respect from your teammates and your coaches by going out there and competing every day. And if you get the opportunity to go play pro ball, it's it just another step. You know, it, it, it all just – it's all the same thing. You just got to keep fighting, keep pushing forward, you know, and anything's possible. And I think that uh, me and Eric are on these platforms for a reason to, to help out and inspire others. So if you young guys are out there watching and want to reach out and want to talk baseball and need any help with anything going on, uh, find my number, DM me on any social media accounts, and uh, I'd be happy to help you guys, man, because at the end of the day, the, base, the family down here, the baseball family, we're all a baseball family. We're all here to 
sometimes there's a lot of envy that goes on, but we need to realize that baseball is, it can, can be for real, you know, and we got to stick together. And, you know, we have a lot of baseball minds like Coach Bickerton, Eric, uh, Coach Barreta, which is my dad, you know, that have been around, been around great players and, and good programs. And, and just don't be hesitant to reach out, and we're always here to help. There you go. He answered it all. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, your seasons were all cut short this year. What are you guys doing right now to get ready for next season? Are you bummed about uh, what occurred? <clears throat> go ahead. Me? You sure. Well, we were coming back from uh, Biloxi. We, played, we just played Mississippi State. And we knew that stuff was going on. We didn't know it was like – we just watched uh, on Twitter. We just heard a couple Ivy Leagues had canceled and all that stuff. Uh, and – or – I think Auburn wasn't going to play with no fan, with no fans or something. And we're just, okay, whatever. We just had two losses and we just came back that same day. We chartered that day, got there. We had to prepare. That was a Thursday, uh, Friday, Thursday, West Virginia was coming in. And I think uh, one of my friends is a volunteer coach there. And he just called and he's like, Hey, uh, we're not gonna be able to make it. We're turning around. It's like, what's going on? And this, I start uh, checking Twitter and it's just all sorts of stuff. Just hey, canceled here, canceled there. SEC just canceled, and all this stuff. So I was surprised, and I was bummed. I, and right now, we could have been playing. Right now, actually, it's a Saturday. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. So with us, I mean, we were like I said, we were still there. We played, and we found out like for now it's just a waiting game. No one really knows. Talk to my agents. You talk to. I mean, coaches, and they just say we no one knows anything, man. It's all going based off the CDC. We, we don't know if there's going to be games played this year, but I know if there is, there's not going to be any fans in the stands. We're going to have to be quarantined for – so I know a lot of the veteran guys aren't very happy with what – aren't going to probably let that happen because, I mean, that we have an older team and we have families, you have people with kids. And, and I don't know what's going to happen, man. It, it's crazy, you know, but whenever they say we're playing, I'm going to try to be ready, you know, I'm, I've been trying to stay active, you know, by myself. Me and my dad have been finding places to go, find parks, you know, just to, to stay in shape. This game's too hard to, to just not do anything and go back and try to be successful. Oh, yeah. uh, you got to just find ways to – well, I, I'm not a homebody. I don't like – I can't sit still for, for too long. So my wife li likes when I get out and do stuff. If not, I'm just uh, in a bad mood, she says, when I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for us, I think, you know, I think we got the worst of it. That day, I think everything shut down on Saturday, but on Friday, I know we were playing and we just kept, it was weird. We we were playing Edinburgh Vela and we were, we were just killing them. I think we ended up 10 run ruling them, but the whole game you're sitting there and and assistant coaches and their coaches had their phones and, you know, just checking to see if we get to finish the game. You know, we're like, okay, let's at least get to the fifth. Let's finish it. You know, and I was telling the kids, hey, let's let's ten run with these guys and get out of here. And and uh, uh, so it was just strange. And then about the third inning, Coach Pettis came over and said, that's it, man. We're done after you know we get to play tomorrow, and that's it. You know, for I don't however long it is. So we get on the bus, and I told the kids, and and uh, I. You know, I told them it's going to be a good thing because we're going to be done for two weeks. I said, it's going to be a good thing for us because at that time we were still going to get to practice. We had some guys hurt. 
And I said, this is going to be awesome for us. You know, right before we go into the district, we're going to get to, you know, heal up and everything else. So it was really strange that day. And then it just kept, you know, they kept telling us, okay, yeah, another two weeks, another two weeks. So it was tough. And, and finally they came out yesterday and, and said, that's it. And of course, as a coach, you don't, you don't want to believe it. I mean, even when the governor said, Hey, it's, it's, uh, you know, schools are closed. There was a lot of coaches that were calling me and said, well, let's wait for the UIL. I said, come on. You know, it's, uh, guys, we're not going to play. We yeah. are not going to play if we're not going to go to school. Go well, to school. you know, we can, play, <laughs> we can play during summer when school's out. And I, I said, you know, you gotta, you gotta move on. Yeah. But, uh, what really hurts is, you know, trying to text these seniors and, 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 uh, God dang it. And I'm just still texting today, you know, uh, how you feel about them and things like that. I mean, I, I talked to, text Eric and Trace yesterday, you know, how would you feel? And and these guys get the double whammy. They don't get to finish the season. They don't get to finish their senior year. You know, we were 13 and two. We were ranked number three in the state. And uh, and then then colleges are keeping their seniors. Yeah. So yeah. I've, got, I've got like five guys that should be already committed that aren't committed. And it's so really you just kind of move on to the next thing. Okay, let's start making videos for the seniors and start sending them out. Let's start emailing coaches so you really can't I, I mean to me I haven't really stopped and thought about it too much I just you got to do the next thing yeah that, that's tough man you know what I mean like I, that's how I'm interested to see how that works you know with the colleges having giving guys extra year but then you have all these other guys getting moved up next going up the next year just to committed colleges and then the, the draft is going to be um, limited is to five, five rounds. Five to ten? Five. five. I don't five. know what exactly it is. Five. five. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of recruits that end up on campus. So I don't know what they're going to do, man. It's crazy. But, yeah, I feel for those seniors. You know, some of those guys are never going to play baseball again. You know, yeah. some of them have worked hard their whole lives. Yeah. But just uh, for those guys, man, you know, baseball, like I said, it's just a game. You know, uh, we try to – we live off it. We learn from it. But there's, there's going to come an end for all of us. It's just come for, for Coach, for Eric, and there's going to be an end for me. But uh, for those guys, just take take everything you've learned because, like, one one thing that I really learned from Augie and I take it in and I think about it almost every day is baseball is just a metaphor for life, you know. Rest in peace, Coach Augie Garrido. That's one thing he always preached, that you're going to get knocked down in life and things are going to happen that you just have no control over. But uh, just gotta have a tough mindset and uh, keep up. pushing forward and get back up. And there's a lot more life, and just, and it's gonna. And this game has taught you playing for Coach Bickerton and playing for good coaches. To, it makes you a better man. You know what I mean? And it's gonna help those guys in the in the future. Well, gentlemen, uh, I, I'm almost up against the cap on on Zoom right now, so um, I'll leave it with this question for you guys: What's the one thing you guys are watching right now on Netflix because you're at home? Man, what am I watching uh, on Netflix? Uh, I can't be inside. Like, I go crazy. I have to be doing something. My yeah. wife has been trying to make me watch Ozark. Oh, it's good, yeah. man. That's yeah, good. I watched. I finished Ozark. It was good. good. One. I got to say that. I was like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. So that's one. But I got to keep. I I got to be doing something. Yeah, I'm I, the same way. I've pretty much finished Netflix. I've. I've uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I'm, I I think. Uh, what am I watching right now? Unorthodox. I just started that last night, but I've oh, seen, I heard that one was good too. You know, Tiger, Tiger King, unbelievable. Oh <laughs> man, man. Yeah, I, don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to go to a zoo anymore, man. Those guys are crazy. Yeah, no, but so, yeah. 
But I you know, yard work all day and then and then watch something at night. Well, gentlemen, thank you for joining me this morning, and uh, I really appreciate it. I mean, I think this is, I think if you're a baseball uh, geek like me, you're going to love this because you get to, you know, hear the ins and outs of, of your guys' careers, and I really appreciate you joining me. Hey, oh, thanks, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we don't get, I don't get to see these guys very often, so I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate Eric, we'll talk, thanks, man. Guys. Keep in touch. All right. All right. All right. All right. See, you. see you, Coach.